The title is The Open Ear. We have 40 days of hearing God. That is the season we're launching into. Um, I want to open in Isaiah 64, verse 4. Since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen any God besides you who acts for the one who waits for him. Isaiah's word <clears throat> is actually carried into and repeated in the New Testament. Reading there would be 1 Corinthians 2 at verse 9. As it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So Isaiah says uh, it's about those who wait on God here in the New Testament, it's being quoted as those who love him. Waiting on God was your Old Testament service toward God. It was, in fact, loving him in the Old Testament sense. In the New Testament, we hear from God. And so, we are those who love the Lord. We've been brought into a relationship with him. And as we'll see today and beyond, it's like his sheep hear his voice. Amen. All right. Now, this doesn't stop in the New Testament. It continues. So, from long ago, no one has ever seen, no one has ever heard, no one has ever understood verse 10. New Testament people, but God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Amen. God always speaks to his people. You can expect him to speak to you on a regular basis, day in and day out, in fact, because the Spirit of God is given to us and brings us revelation. I need help in my daily walk, which is to say big decisions, little decisions. I want them to be something that God can smile on. Amen? In other words, I want to take a step in life and hear from heaven, that's right, son, this is the way, walk ye therein. That is, God by his spirit reveals to us his will, his purpose, not just for our life and a once and done deal, but in an ongoing way. In fact, it says in Revelations 2, 7, um, <clears throat> he who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. That is six times repeated. So altogether seven times, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The Spirit is always speaking to his church. And by the way, his church doesn't mean this building. On Monday, this building will be here and his church will be all over the place. You are his church. Each of you is a living stone, and God speaks to each of you. Help me out here. So, yes, as a church, we collect the voice of God. 
through our pastoral leadership of Pastor Jim and his team and his leadership structures and what have you. So we hear a corporate voice, that is, we collectively hear from God, but also individually we hear from God. Amen. All right? So we must have our ear turned to God, to his voice, to what the Spirit is saying. And then Jesus teaches all through chapter 10 in John's gospel that he's the good shepherd and there are his sheep and his sheep hear his voice. Let's look at one of those three places he says this. Uh, John chapter 10, verse 3 and 4. To him the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Amen. Same chapter, we jump forward to verse 16. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring and they will hear my voice. And there will be one flock and one shepherd. But he's not finished. The entire chapter is about his sheep and his voice. So we go down now to verse 26, 27. And he says, But you do not believe because you are not of my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So we have seen clearly that he, the Lord Jesus, calls his sheep by name. That is, each and every one of you get called by name. That is, God doesn't say, hey, church, but he does say, hey, Fred, hey, Walter, hey, Jay, uh, that he gets to each one of us. He speaks to his sheep, calls them by name. They hear his voice and they follow him. Jesus teaches this in chapter 10. And then in chapter 11, he steps up to the tomb and he says, Lazarus, come forth. And another sheep hears his voice and follows him. Amen. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 50, it says at verse 4, The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. Listen carefully. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. There are two things that you and I must have in order to hear God. Number one, he, God, has to open our ear. He awakens our hearing. As it says here, he does that daily. Every day we make a decision again, I will hear God today. He has awakened my ear to hear. Let him who has ears to hear, hear what the Spirit is saying 
to the churches. So two things that we must have, that's one, and the other is the inner determination, the decision, the quality decision to hear God and respond. Amen? In Revelations 3.20, Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. There's a, uh, a graphic, a picture that exists where there is a uh, image of a very large Jesus standing next to the United Nations building, knocking on the door. And obviously, uh, this scripture is quoted down at the bottom. That's a, a happy idea, but it's not what this verse is about. Jesus did not say this to the nations. That doesn't mean he is not calling the nations, but that picture is just somebody's figment of imagination. It's just a, a them applying something. Let's us apply this properly. Jesus speaks this word to his own people. He says to his churches, I am outside the door knocking. Would you please let me in to my own church? This is the state of America today. Jesus is again knocking on the, the door of the church of America saying, could we possibly sit down together and sup? Could we fellowship together? Can we come back into communion? I have been shut out of my own church. Would you please let me back in? Amen. Two things. He must awaken our ear and we must respond. Amen. Proverbs 28, 9. One who turns away his ear from hearing the law or the word of God, even his prayer is an abomination. That is to say, if you're a Christian and you, you refuse to follow the written word of God, you will never hear from heaven. You have no dialogue with God. You have no talk with God, even your prayer is still an abomination. Amen? Let him who has ears to hear, hear Amen. what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Isaiah 48, 8. Surely you did not hear. Surely you did not know. Surely from long ago your ear was not opened. We must let God open our ear, and then we must give our ear to the Lord. Are you getting this? Amen. Amen. That is, some hear, but with no fruit. Jesus told a parable about those who hear, and he said there's four ways of hearing. Uh, the word is sown into the hearts of men, and they all hear. But in some, that word just bounces off. It's hard ground. It has no fruit at all. In others, there is a momentary response. That word does sink in, and it tries to grow. It tries to bury roots, but it can't because that's stony ground. And it rejects the word, and it bears no 
fruit. And then there's those that look like things are moving along wonderfully, which is to say the word is sown, it takes root. It shoots roots down deep. It starts to grow. It looks like there's going to be a harvest, but it's thorny ground, and the cares of this life entering in choke the word, and it bears no fruit. Only one out of four soils bears good fruit because it hears the word of God and it holds on to the word of God. Amen? So we all need to know that we need an open ear and we must give it back to God. Amen? John 12, verse 28. Father, glorify your name. This is Jesus talking to heaven. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Therefore, the people who stood by and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said an angel has spoken to him. That is to say, God spoke, and the crowd only heard noise. They didn't hear God. They heard the noise. They didn't hear God. God has to open the ear. We must give it to God. Are you with me? Jesus answered, verse, next verse, and said, that is to say, uh, wow, that was loud thunder. Others are like, oh, an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, this voice did not come because of me. Not this noise. This voice did not come because of me. That was not heaven talking to me. But for your sake. That was heaven talking to you, and you didn't hear it because your hearts have grown dull. Whatever we do with our hearing, God will honor. We can let it grow dull, or we can let it grow sharp. We make a choice, and this is a season where we are collectively choosing to hear God. We are individually doing so and collectively doing so because God will always honor your choices. In fact, he will amplify your choices. If you want quail instead of manna, he'll give you quail until it's coming out your nostrils. <laughs> it's your choice. Amen? Matthew 13, verse 12. For whoever has to him, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whatever, whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. In context, please read the chapter. He's talking about hearing. He who has hearing will be given more hearing. He who has a little hearing and isn't working at it, even what he has will be lost. It's a use it or lose it. 
proposition. Amen? Verse 13, therefore, I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, hearing you will hear and shall not understand and seeing you will see and not perceive. That's what the crowd did when God spoke to them. And all they heard was noise. They heard, but they didn't understand. Amen. So their ears are hard of hearing in their eyes. They have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, and so that I should heal them. The scripture teaches that we are our own worst enemy. God is withholding nothing from us, but we shut ourselves off from his healing touch. We don't stay focused on heaven. And so we lose touch, we lose sight, and we lose the voice we start to hear noise. The scripture says their hearts have grown dull. That's why they can't hear. Little children can hear God, but their hearts can grow dull. When Keith was um, small, my wife and I had six kids. Grace was not here. And Keith, um, who must have been four and a half to, or five, um, went to every house on the block, every single house on the block. He went up and he knocked on the door. And when somebody answered, he just made his announcement, my mother is having a baby girl. And he went to the next house and said the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, all down the block, both sides. And it was like, it was news to me because we weren't pregnant. But we sure did get pregnant fast. And grace came. Amen? Little children hear God. But we're not like little children, so we can lose the hearing. We need to become like little children and recapture the hearing ear. God will awaken our ear to hear morning by morning, day by day, if we purpose to let it be. Amen? So how are we going to hear? How Will God awaken our ear? What, what's expected of us? Here's two verses, which I will explain after the reading. Exodus 21, 6, Then his master shall bring him to the judges. He shall also bring him to the door or to the doorpost. And his master shall pierce his ear with an awl. And he shall serve him forever. Similarly, Deuteronomy 15:17 then you shall take an all 
and thrust it through his ear to the door, and he shall be your servant forever. And also, rather, to your female servant, you shall do likewise. This is a, a depiction of what comes to be known as the love slave. In Hebrew culture, slavery could last for up to seven years, but never longer. Okay? Slaves were not like slaves you would think of because of American history. They were treated well. They were indentured servants. But they had to serve for seven years or up to. Amen? When, when the Sabbath year came, they were released from their servitude. So a love slave is one who during the course of time spent serving a given master, concluded, I don't want to leave here. I love my master too much. Life here is wonderful, and I don't want it to go back to what I knew before I was brought into the master's house. I refuse to go out. And if the slave said, I refuse to go out, then the master would take that slave to the door of his house. Which, by the way, is the cross of Jesus Christ where the true love slave was pinned to the doorpost. Amen? It's like, it's like we become love slaves when we say, I am never leaving you, God. I am serving you for the rest of my life. Good bad, indifferent. It isn't about what comes to me. It is about me coming to you. I will not go out. When we make such a quality decision, we change from I am a servant of God to I am a love slave. And there never will be anything that can separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Never. It's not happening. I will not quit. I will not leave. When you do that, you join people like Paul, love slave of God. Peter, love slave of God. John, love slave of God. Dulos, love slave of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And when you have this ear awakened, this ear opened by God. When you become the love slave, your ear is opened. And then you hear the Lord like never before. It's of utmost importance that we do that. Jesus said, when you do, blessed are you, Matthew 13, 16, but blessed are you, your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Blessed means very happy. Uh, I mean, it actually means very happy. Okay, so basically Jesus is saying, to be happy, hear more from God. Amen? Isaiah 55, verse 3. Incline your ear and come to me here, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. Amen? Hey, would you get your communion ready, please? We have... Um, our season coming up, and during our season, praise God, uh, we will have spend 40 days hearing God. It launches officially 
next Sunday when the devotional begins. So devotions are already available. We have hard copies here for you. You can get a download of it by going to the Grace and Peace website, clicking on our 40 days page, and there's a button where you can download the devotional, meaning you could make as many copies as you want. Um, so you can pick up the devotional, you can download the devotional. You will also see a button to join growth groups, and we highly recommend that you do that. Dustin has written uh, um, small group materials so that not only will we have our devotional, it will have a weekly memory verse. It will have daily devotions. Every Sunday sermon will be on hearing God. Every Wednesday sermon will be on hearing God. And, and midweek, you can have small group. It will be on hearing God. It will help you dig more deeply into the devotionals and apply those devotionals uh, more strongly in your life. Amen? Hallelujah. So, again, Pastor Ralph will be preaching on Wednesday. Don't miss it. Rationalism and mysticism. How do you operate the spirit of a sound mind? This is what God has given us so that we can behave rationally while receiving mystically from heaven. Amen? Amen. So, folks, we'll close with a prayer and take our communion, okay? Pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you desire to speak to me every day, guiding me in spirit and in truth to obey your word and enjoy an abundant life. I thank you that you have called me your friend and that I may come boldly to the throne of grace to find help whenever I have a need in life. Lord, your word says that when we draw near to you, you draw near to us. So I draw near to you today. I seek your face, your truth, and your word for my life. I want to know you more, hear you more, and obey you more. Your word says your sheep know your voice, and we will not follow the voice of a stranger. Help me, Lord to know your voice and not be deceived by any other voice. Help me to guard my heart from the negative influences of this world and the people around me. Help me not to be deceived by the devil and his lies, but to view all thoughts and decisions through the lens of righteousness as I seek to hear you today for instruction, correction, and guidance. Help me to confirm your voice through your word. You said, if I ask for wisdom, you will give it to me liberally. So I am asking for wisdom in the name of Jesus to hear you clearly, consistently today and every day. Lord, help me to feel confident in knowing that I hear your voice I praise you and thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen.